With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. That means you can connect your data to make more informed, smarter decisions. And you get powerful automation tools like our customer journey builder to ensure you never miss an opportunity to turn shoppers into loyal customers. So if you're ready to integrate your marketing and boost sales, get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses. Right now, one in seven people around the world needs a pair of glasses but can't get them. That's why OneSight exists, to help people everywhere get the glasses they need to learn more, earn more, and see a clearer future. How can you support OneSight's mission in communities around the world? All it takes is a simple donation to improve someone's life by giving them clear vision. Donate today at OneSight.org. That's O-N-E-S-I-G-H-T dot org. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Free speech is under assault like never before. Freedom is under attack more now than ever before. Because radical doesn't mean crazy. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. With the help of the media, big tech, and the global elite, the left is attempting to seize control of my generation. It's time to fight back. It's time to let freedom ring. And joining us on the second hour is Jake Evans. Jake is a congressional candidate in Georgia's 6th Congressional District. Jake, would you like to say hey to the follow- to the listeners? <laughs> Good to be here, Noah. It's always a pleasure. Well, can we get a go dogs first? Can we get a clap around for the freaking Clemson win? Come on, that was a Absolutely, good job. Absolutely, man. That that was, uh, you know, I'm a tried and true Bulldog fan, and, and I watched that with anxiety. That's a big win. I, I, Georgia, I think, could run the table for the rest of the season, or at least they should, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll probably end up losing to UAB. Anyway, so <laughs> for those of you not listening, Georgia will do great. Every year we'll lose in the stupidest game. So, Jake, you had a tweet make some headlines here recently. You want to tell us what the tweet was? Absolutely, yeah. So I tweeted a very simple tweet, which is, should Joe Biden be impeached? And it, and it went viral. Uh, got, uh, I think, about 16,000 likes, probably 4,000 retweets and everything else. And, um, you know, it highlighted the core issue, which is, in my opinion, Joe Biden has derelicted his duty with the Afghanistan crisis. And he's created a crisis of confidence and a crisis of competence. Um for people and Americans looking to what should be a commander in chief to make the right calls to protect Americans, both domestically and internationally. Uh, and he left many civilians out to dry in Afghanistan. And it's something that uh, he should be held accountable for. No, I think you're hundred percent right. So one thing that I, you know, that I said on the last hour is I wouldn't be surprised. I said by the end of the year, it could even really be by the end of the month that the Taliban will start finding these Americans and you think they're not going to hold them hostage. I mean, look, I'll play a clip right now that you can hear of the Taliban here. Tell me if you can hear this, Jake. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. I mean, they're, they're yelling death to America, but they seem friendly. I mean, there will be Americans held hostage probably by the end of the year. I think some report there's like 30 school children from California in Afghanistan right now. Now, you are a lawyer. You went to law school. Um, you practiced. You know, I don't know if you've ever been a prosecutor. I don't think you have. But lay out the case to me as if I'm the jury. 
the first point that I think we have to make is, listen, impeachment is a serious thing. I, if you look at what the Democrats did with President Trump, um, they impeached him for a mere phone call and they completely and totally politicized the impeachment process. So it's something that we have to take very seriously. Uh, in this case, at a minimum, there needs to be a congressional investigation into whether Joe Biden actually followed the advice of his chief security personnel. Because in my opinion, I don't think he did. And I think what happened was Joe Biden wanted to get a photo op opportunity to have all of the American soldiers home on September 11th. And he was willing to jeopardize American lives by removing all the military personnel in Afghanistan before we got the civilians out. And that created a hostage situation. And it also left our Afghan partners who fought alongside Americans in Afghanistan along our sides out to dry. And whenever you're putting politics above national security to the extent that Joe Biden did, at a minimum, we've got to investigate it. Um, and if the evidence is there via congressional investigation, an impeachment process needs to fully and properly move forward. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're 100 percent right. Um, unfortunately, well, fortunately, I think this might be done. Well, I guess there's probably not the votes in the House right now. This will probably be done, you know, once you get up there in office. I mean, I know people from, let's say, the furthest right in the in Congress and Marjorie Taylor Greene to more moderate people like Peter Meyer have called for investigations, impeachment inquiries. Uh, for Joe Biden, um, which I personally think there should. I mean, not even, let's get back to the phone call. I mean, he, mm -hmm. I think it was in July, he was telling President Ghani, hey, you know, just just kind of, you know, sweep it under yeah. the rug like they sweeped under, you know, oh, what was her name? Oh, Tara Reid. Was it Tara Reid who was mm -hmm. the accuser? There's too many accusers. Sweep, we'll sweep it under the rug like we swept Tara Reid under the rug. Let's just not talk about it. I mean, they're yep. really, if, if anybody should be impeached in the 21st century, it might just be Joseph R. Biden. <laughs> well, no, it's exactly right. And he, he, he did that. I mean, he was effectively saying, don't tell the truth. Truth, Let's make the situation look like it's not as dire as it is. Uh, if you want to look at what they impeached President Trump for, which was uh, a very simple Ukrainian phone call, which lasted all of five minutes, I mean, you got to call apples apples. You got to you got to hold each of these these folks on the same standard. But, you know, the reality is the Democrats have control of both the Senate and the House. They're not going to allow it to go forward. But but what Republicans, what we have to do is we've got to hold these Democrats accountable. We've got to hold them accountable going into 2022. And listen, no, this isn't about winning elections. I mean, this is about ensuring that we have Americans in safe hands across the shores and and the long-term repercussions of this are far more dire i mean we have legitimized the taliban which is a terrorist organization this is not a sovereign government entity i mean this is a terrorist organization that we are now trading information with negotiating with and completely and totally legitimizing them to the same level of a sovereign government in Afghanistan. And that's going to create a far more dire circumstance down the line as they get more and more emboldened. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. Look, I'm a big believer. I'm sure, you know, I'll get your take on this because you might be a congressman one day if you're lucky. Uh, if you, you know, if you eat your vegetables and grow up big and strong. What <laughs> I personally would like to see some sort of something pass, you know, preferably a constitutional amendment. That's not going to happen. I don't think we should be sending money to people who are screaming death to America in the streets, whether that's the Taliban, whoever it may be. If you're burning the American flag in your streets, we should not be sending you foreign aid, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. No, you're exactly you're, that's right. And and look what happened with the Iranian deal, the deal that President Trump pulled out of, and he actually spoke truth to that deal. That deal made the Iranian government billions and billions of dollars, which they used to fund proxy groups like Hamas and Israel throughout the world. And so what we've got to do is we can't play a fair game with unfair partners. We can't play a game with illegitimate partners like Iran, like the Taliban. We've got to hold these accountable and we've got to do it in a very unafraid and unapologetic fashion because if we don't, they're going to gradually get more bold. And and many people, including me, are concerned that this could just be the beginning of something that becomes far more significant and dangerous for the American public and for people in, in countries across the world. Yeah, let me ask you a question, Jake. You're a smart kid even though you're 15 years older than me. Um, <laughs> what is it with the Democrats and ballots? You know, with Democrats and pallets, you know, we had pallets full of ballots back in November. Now we're going to have pallets full of cash. Is there, is there, is it in their, is in their platform? We want pallets of everything. <laughs> well, for them, it's all about winning elections. I mean, they're willing to skirt the rules and, and erode away voter integrity in order to win elections. They're now, attempting to buy votes via these massive government handouts. I mean, remember what, what Warnock and Ossoff here in Georgia and the Senate runoffs are campaigning on was getting that stimulus check. You know, I mean, that's what they were trying to get. And so the reality is Democrats want to win elections and they're willing to jeopardize the American future in order to do it. Look, speaking of stimulus, if you're listening, if we get another stimulus, I think we should spend it how Uncle Joe wants. We should all buy AR-15s. My personal opinion. Now, <laughs> I do want to. I do want to. I do want to pick up on what you just said about voter integrity because about uh, either last week or the week before, I read a story. Uh, I think it was Breitbart that said that a drug dealer was a because obviously in California there's a whole recall going on, and if you live in California, I don't care if you vote for Larry out, just get Gavin Newsom out, just because it'd be funny to see that on his face. Yeah. Um, but there was a story that broke that said that some drug dealer was arrested with, you know, guns, uh, drugs, and ballots, uh, 300 ballots, unsealed, whatever. He could write them in, right? Um, and really, well, good news here for us, Jake, is they got the drugs off, they got the guns off the street. Those guns are now uh, in the hands of the Taliban. Um, but, you know, you, 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 somebody who've done election integrity, you know, you pushed for it, uh, you, yeah, you, you've done many lawsuits about it. Really just kind of, what do you make of all this voter in unintegrity is what I call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, last year what happened was Democrats used COVID as a pretext in order to erode away these election laws. They said, oh, you can't go vote in person because of COVID. Therefore, everyone should get an absentee ballot. You can't go wait in line. Therefore, we should have these significant and large number of drop boxes. No, we, we, you can't go vote because of COVID in person. Therefore, we're going to have third parties via ballot harvesting, harvest ballots and return them. And what happened was it eroded away to a significant fashion, these voter laws. And there's no doubt that there was a significant amount of fraud. I mean, you look at Georgia, Georgia had over 5 million votes cast in a presidential election, which ultimately was decided by 11,000 votes. I, I, for one, am very, very suspicious that that there was not more than 11,000 votes that were fraudulent or illegal. Uh, and and the problem is we haven't got the audit that can clear that up. Um, and I don't think that there's been the transparency that is needed. And for a flourishing democracy, the voters, the people have to have confidence in elections. If they don't, the entire system crumbles. So it's something that we have to fight for. And as Republicans, we've got to fight against this 
false and fake voter suppression, racist rhetoric, and we got to call a spade a spade, which is voter integrity is indispensable to a flourishing democracy. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're 100% right. I mean, last election was the first election I voted in, and the fact that my vote is called into question, not necessarily because of what happened in my county, very conservative county, when they did the recount, they found that, like, they accidentally didn't count, like, one vote, right? That's not going to sway the election. But it really comes into a couple of these counties and really a couple of these precincts, like in Fulton County, which, you know, Brad Raffensperger told us was amazing, and now he's even calling for investigations. Uh, kind of, do you want to break down kind of what's going on in Fulton County? I know you've probably paid a little bit more attention to it than the average listener. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now there's not a lot going on. There's a couple of cases that have been filed where they're trying to obtain the ballots. Uh, and obviously Fulton County Board of Elections is, is trying to deny us the right to those ballots. Uh, there's been many, many calls to do a full audit. Um, there's a risk limiting audit, which is that's done in every election, but it is an entire forensic audit. Uh, and so, the, the, you know, those cries are falling on deaf ears in many respects. But in my opinion, what has to happen is in the session next year, the beginning of January, we need to pass more robust election reform. With, with Senate Bill 202 in Georgia last year, that did that made some progress. I don't think it was enough progress because we have to make sure in the midterms in 2022 here in Georgia, which is going to define, in my opinion, whether Georgia becomes a North Carolina or Florida type of state, or if it becomes a Virginia, which has went hard blue, uh, we've got to make sure voters have confidence. They feel as though that, that the system is proper, it's fair, and they know that their vote is going to be cast in the right way. And so I will be calling on the legislators. I'll tell you this right now. You can hear it on your show first. I'll be calling on the legislators next January to pass another more robust election reform bill because that's what the people want and that's what they need. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. There's calls even for them to do it in the special session and plus to tackle a myriad of other issues like uh, forcing kids, even though it's scientifically proven that them wearing masks don't change anything. They did the study in Georgia. But really, I, I think you. I think I agree with you there that we do need more laws. I personally would like to see these drop boxes done away with. You're trying to tell me you can't just hand it to a worker. You got to put it in a drop yeah. box inside. Like what? That is so rampant with that. That leaves the ability with fraud because it's not like Florida. In Florida, you have to insert your ID or scan your barcode, and you can only drop off like one ballot at a time. Maybe I think it's up to like three ballots. Like you, your your mom, your dad, whatever, right? But I think we really do need to get rid of these drop boxes. So let me ask you a question. You know, you're obviously you study the law. What would you like to see that voter bill, potentially, whatever, what would you like to see that that be? Yeah, well, first we need to, right now what the requirement is, is you have to write down a driver's license number on your absentee ballot to vote. I would like it to require a copy of a government-issued identification. So that, that's first and foremost. In addition to that, we've got to make sure and have it more clearly articulated that poll watchers can and should have full opportunity to observe the voting process and the counting of ballots. And that if, if a poll worker inappropriately doesn't allow them, uh, then the, the counting of ballots needs to immediately be stopped. I, I think that drop boxes need to be eradicated in, in entirety. I think that they're rife for fraud. I think that they were exposed last year for fraud. Ballot harvesting currently in Georgia uh, is prohibited and needs to stay that way. But these are some of the initial provisions that we've got to have in that bill in order to provide more confidence. Dominion voting machines. I mean, listen, I, I 
think it's hard pressed for no legislator to at least heavily and seriously explore eradicating Dominion voting machines and, and in place of them um, implementing a paper ballot type of system. And that's something at this point, given the concern across the state, that should be looked into. Well, if you think about it, Jake, this is what I'm saying. A lot of people are like, oh, you want to go back to this? We already have a paper ballot system. We just don't count it ourselves. We print it yeah. out and scan it. Why can't right. I mean, you're trying to tell me we can't just count it ourselves personally? I mean, because I listen, I am smart enough to know that I am not smart enough to go understand how the heck uh, this software works. But I am smart enough to know that I've had one or two Scantron tests in my life be wrong, let alone you do 5 million. You probably could find, you know, probably 50,000, really, if you start to do the, you know, whatever. Um, voter, voter signature verification, I think, was probably, I don't know if it's necessarily what I, I don't call it like, oh, I, intentional fraud, because you have to verify before you count it. I count it as you got a, you got a thousand ballots you got to count and you're tired because you've been at the polls since 7 a.m. Let's try to get rid of that as much as possible. Um, because there, there are probably 20,000 votes that shouldn't have counted like that. And the, not to, those were probably Republican and Democrat. Now, if you start to look at it, obviously 65% of people who voted mail in were Democrats. Um, so yeah, I think we should get rid of dominion personally. I know there's, there's some lawsuit right now, uh, I think by voter GA that would do just that. Now, will the courts take it up? Who knows? But I really think, I think you're a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. No, it's well, good. Well, we need to fight for it, Noah. Next year, you and me. Hey, let's fight for it. Let's fight for constitutional <laughs> carry, too. So, I, I just realized that you've been on the other podcast, Let's Talk Georgia, for those of you listening, you know, in the state of Georgia. Check that out. It comes out every Friday. But I, let me ask you this. So, kind of break down your platform for those, you know, listening uh, who, who've never heard, of, who, never heard of Jake Evans before. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, I, I uh, very quickly, my background, I grew up in Georgia. I, I'm a double dog, went to the University of Georgia for both undergrad and law school, so big UGA fan. Uh, very, as we said earlier, I'm very happy about the result this weekend. I uh, started practicing law, and I, I, I took on a number of the, the big cases fighting for conservative principles. I represented a number of churches against oppressive governments, uh, mostly liberal governments trying to inhibit them from practicing their, their religious uh, liberties. I've also represented uh, an individual that overturned two elections. I'm the only lawyer in Georgia history to successfully overturn two elections in the same race. I fought for the Pennsylvania House Republican Caucus all the way to the United States Supreme Court to ensure that only legal votes were counted. Uh, and I also was chairman of Georgia's Ethics Commission for about two and a half years. And we took down dark money groups supporting Stacey Abrams, Keisha Lance Bottoms, Paul Howard, um, so I've been been in the game for a while, but what I'm telling people is I'm I'm going to sell and deliver for the American people. I'm going to deliver security for our people. I'm going to deliver education for our children. I'm going to deliver um, liberty for our rights and also limited government for our country. Uh, and there's a lot right now. There's a lot to campaign on, but Republicans need to get back. And, and what my campaign is focused on is the big ideas, bold conservative values that made this country the greatest country on earth. These are common sense principles that this country is founded on. It's just now the liberals through their wokeness have totally captured the media, captured the research institutions, captured big tech. And so what I'm fighting to do is show people these are common sense principles. They're not principles principles to be ashamed of um, and to run away from, but it's something that we need to be proud of. And so we have had tremendous momentum in, in my race. I've been in the race about seven weeks now. Got me endorsement of Speaker Newt Gingrich, Bob Barr, 
the Atlanta Tea Party, Mark Burkhalter, former Speaker of the House of Representatives, um, Eric Wells, who's a former candidate in the race, Randy Scamahorn, he's a Cobb County chairman um, of the Board of Education. We're releasing him tomorrow, and we got more big ones coming. So it's been it's been great, and it's humbling to have the amount of support that we've gotten so far. But I feel a calling that we're going to do something special, and it's a pleasure to be on the show today talking about it. Yeah, of course. And like what my listeners, what I've been what I've been getting my emails when I, when they email me is I've had a lot of you know I've had you on obviously now because you're on now. Uh, Bo Hines on, uh, we're having Robbie Starbuck on in a couple of weeks. We're having, there's a lot of people in this cycle who are not your traditional, you know, 65 year old retiree conservative, you know, congressman who, you know, quite frankly are too tired to fight in my opinion. Um, but really <laughs> we're getting more young conservatives, more what I would say America first conservatives, uh, mm-hmm. who are ready to fight. So do you, what do you, you know, last, last question, you're going to go, what do you really make that as, you know, why do you think that we're having so many young, younger America first conservatives like yourself hopping in these races across the country? That's a great question. Uh, and I'll tell you why I did it. I mean, I, I did it because I can't stand by. I had to stand up for our country. And the reality is we need new energy. The Republican party needs new energy. It needs new fighters. And I think People like me, likely people like Bo Hines, they see what's going on and they see the results that's happened in the past. And they realize Republicans have to grow the tent. They've got to get millennials. Millennials are actually the largest voting bloc in the country. And and people are going to be more likely to believe statements coming out of someone's mouth that looks like them. Uh, And so younger people stepping up, putting their neck out there, fighting for what they believe is is right, is a good movement that is going to be, in my opinion, one of the core benchmarks of the 2022 midterms. You're going to see a new generation of fighter America first Republicans like myself. They're going to deliver the great comeback to retake America. And in some respects, it's ironic, but I think in other respects, it's destiny. It's time for that new generation, and they're stepping up to the plate, and they're going to deliver it. Yeah, I definitely I definitely hope you're right about that. So, I, like, I know, you know, obviously you got a, a harder race than, you know, Bo Hines has, like, no no major primary, and he's in an R-plus-30 district. Um, so speaking of that, you're obviously going to need money, so you're going to need to tell, you know, the people listening where they if they enjoy the last – 20 or so minutes, where they can find you, how they can help, can they, where they can phone bank, all this type of stuff. That's right. Well, jakeevans.org is my website, um, and I would love for, for anyone to jump on the team. We, we have a very large grassroots team, and it's growing by the day, but the more the, the better. Uh, also, obviously, donations. Fundraising is number one right now. We're going to put up a good first quarter. Uh, but we need as much money as we can. My opponent, Lucy McBath, has already raised $1.35 million, and that was at the end of the last quarter, so I'm sure she's going to have an even bigger number. Democrats always put up these big out-of-state fundraising numbers, and so we've got to be able to replicate that. So jakeevans.org to join our team or to help donate and contribute to the campaign. Um, my cell is 678-777-4793. I invite anyone to personally text me to keep the momentum going for the great comeback to retake America and join this special revolution. Yeah. Well, Jake, thank you so much for coming on. All those will be in the links down below. Thank you again. You got it, Noah. See you, buddy. You are tuning in to the left's youngest nightmare on the radio, Noah Ring. Bill Bar is the official protein bar of Let Freedom Ring. 
every morning when I get up to do this show, I am absolutely starving. And I start my morning by enjoying a nice Built Bar. Built Bar offers all of my listeners 10% off their order. If you go to BuiltBar.com slash Noah Ring, type in Let Freedom Ring in the promo code. Built Bar is absolutely the best. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been trying to get into the workout groove. been trying to get my beach body ready. And therefore, every morning... I eat a nice built bar. I normally eat a second built bar during the day. Their chocolate, uh, chocolate mousse, sorry, is the absolute best built bar that I've ever had. You should check it out, builtbar.com. Make sure you tell them that Noah Ring sent you by typing in Let Freedom Ring. It helps the show, it helps us stay on the air, and more importantly, it helps us fight back against the left. That's personally my favorite protein bar. Again, builtbar.com. Use code Let Freedom Ring. I want to take a second to thank you so much for tuning into this either live on the radio, uh, live on the internet, or even if you're listening to it on the podcast, because you're not crazy like me and wake up this early. Thank you so much for your support. This is quickly becoming one of the fastest growing young conservative podcasts in the country. Look, it's no secret. I've been in this fight for years and the left is getting more and more vicious every single day. So we need to stick together. If you have anything that you want me to cover, if you want me to come to your event or anything at all, please email me, noah at noahring.org. Maybe you want me to come and speak at your event. Maybe you just want to email me and tell me that I have an amazing voice and that I'm the most good-looking teenager you've ever seen. Actually, I'm not a teenager anymore, but the best good-looking young conservative you've ever seen, noah at noahring.org. Also, call into the show. I love taking phone calls from you guys. It's my favorite part of the show. And if you call in, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you can't call in live, you can still call and leave a voicemail. And if it's just good enough, I may just play it on the show. That number is 912-514-0207. Again, 912-514-0207. You can call in live during the show at that number. You can call in after the fact and leave me a voicemail. Tell me how I'm doing. Make sure you subscribe. I just said it, but this show is quickly becoming one of the fastest young conservative podcasts in the country. Many people are telling me that they're sending it to their kids, their grandkids, their friends' kids, and it's helping them fight back against the left because I give you everything you need to know right here to fight the culture war against the left. But I cannot do it without you. So make sure that you leave a five-star review on this podcast. If you're listening to it on podcast, make sure you share it. Make sure you call your local radio station and say, I want Noah Ring on my radio show because I would love to come on it. And I'd love to help you fight back against the left. I'm getting invited all over the country right now, and I'm very excited for what these next couple of years do because we need to fight in 2022 if we want to take back our country and take back the Senate and take back the House because I don't believe America is a blue country. I believe America is a red country, and I believe that we need to win because if we don't win, my future is screwed. That's why I got into this fight, to fight for a bold, conservative future. I personally got my favorite request the other day. Somebody requested that I record a video for their teenage daughter who listens to me every day for their birthday. And honestly, it was the most fun in the world. I don't know why people listen to me personally, but that most fun in the world. If you want me to either call your loved one or send them a personalized video straight from me, I'll do it for free. Email me noah at noahring.org or call that number that I just gave you, 912-514-0207. And I'd love to do it. I'll do it for free. You know, I'm not one of these weirdos is going to charge you a million dollars to do it i'll do it for free just let me know where to call and when to call thank you so much you are now listening to the voice of young conservatism on the radio noah ring noah ring is the youngest syndicated radio host in the nation
Sling TV, built to save you money and bring you the channels you love, including ESPN, AMC, HGTV, and more. Watch your favorite comedies, dramas, suspense thrillers, news, sports, and more for just $35 a month. And your first month is only $10. Sign up now and start streaming right away on your TV, phone, and tablet. Take control of your TV solution with Sling. It makes TV flat out better. Go to Sling.com to sign up now and get your first month for just $10. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.